Hi, I'm Karen Alea, and this is the podcast Write in 10. I've gathered some of the best information on writing and publishing so I can pass it on to you. And after the 10-minute episode, you can then put pen to paper or fingers to the laptop and write for 10 minutes. This podcast is for those of us who don't always have the time or the resources to go to a class or a writing workshop. And during COVID, who does? What I'd love you to do is subscribe if you haven't already. I have a place there on my website at Write in 10 and in all the bios on my social media outlet places. And all you need to do is hit the subscribe for the podcast. Then if you scroll down on Apple Podcasts, you'll see where there are some blank stars. Just hit however many stars you think this podcast deserves. Right now, only the five stars is working. Ah, it's an old joke, but it's a good one. And then if you could practice some of your writing and write a review. It really helps the podcast to get visibility. Now let's move on to what everyone has wanted to know since I started this podcast. How do I get an agent? Where do I find these agents? Don't worry if you can't take notes to this. I'll have everything on the blog, and I'll be sending out a special newsletter to the newsletter subscribers. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, again, just go to writeintend.com and do it there. You'll receive a free writing game plan. And I say it's free as in I'm selling something else, but I'm not. But I just want you to know it's absolutely free and it's a really helpful tool I use and others are beginning to use when they sit down to write. Now on to the agents. Because let's be honest, if I was talking to you and there was a New York City agent standing behind me, you'd shove me out of the way. I totally understand that. Everyone's eager to know more about them and get access to them. To start out, here's some guidelines according to what you're writing. If you're working on a novel, which is a work of fiction, It needs to be completely finished and polished before you approach an agent. If you're writing a nonfiction book like a how-to or self-help or history of some sort, then you're going to end up writing a proposal. A proposal is a totally different format than what you submit for a novel. So I'm going to address the proposal at another time in a blog and episode. If you're writing a memoir, because it reads like fiction, but it's nonfiction, what do you do? Is it proposal or is it that you finish writing the whole thing? That's where it gets sticky. It's really up to the agent when it comes to memoirs. They will tell you what they'd like you to submit. So you just have to check with each one. But here's the non-negotiable part of all this. You never, ever pay for an agent. Literary agents have a code of ethics and an association called the Association of Authors' Representatives. So once you think you have an agent that you want to approach, 
put their name or their agency into that association's website to see if they're legitimate. There are tons of people out there trying to make money off of us writers because basically we're dreamers. Agents represent your work. And so if they sell your book, they get a percentage out of that. They never charge up front. And, you know, they take a pretty good cut. It's like 30%. To approach an agent, you're going to need a specially formatted letter of introduction called a query letter. I'll be doing a future episode all about how to write a query letter. But for now, it's time to start collecting agents' names and email addresses. So where do you find out about these agents? It used to be from this big, thick book you could buy at bookstores called Writer's Market, which you still can buy, or from the monthly magazine Writer's Digest, which is a great magazine, highly recommend. However, the industry has moved on from things coming out in written form because everything changes so quickly. Agents change from agency to agency. They go out on their own and start their own agencies. So by the time these are printed and then they get in your hands, everything's changed. The internet is always your best tool. My suggestion is that you go to Google or Bing or whatever search engine you use and type in the name of one of your favorite authors that you admire and that your work might be similar to. Type literary agent after that and see what pops up. You can also do this by flipping to the acknowledgement section in the book if you happen to have it in your house and see if they thank their agent by name. Fortunately, there are smart people who notice that authors were doing all this Googling and searching, and they develop different ways for everything to be in one place. One of these resources is called Query Tracker. It's at querytracker.net. Again, I'll put this in the newsletter and blog. But Query Tracker is a handy little portal where you get to check boxes of the kind of writing you're doing, and then it'll pull up a list of agents that you can click on and begin to read more specifically about what they're looking for and what they've represented. Another great resource is one called manuscriptwishlist.com. I really love this one. Agents actively get involved and send that website things that they're interested in looking for. And that leads me right to the number one place I think all writers should be, and that's Twitter. Manuscript Wishlist has their own hashtag on Twitter. It's hashtag MSWL. Get it? Manuscript wish list. I just jumped on Twitter and typed in that hashtag, and I came across an agent plus an editor at a very large publishing house, and they're each asking for specific things that they would love to have arrive on their desk. 
For those of you already groaning because you aren't familiar with Twitter and you don't want to add another social media site, look at Twitter for writers as a research tool. I'm working on something in written form to get out to people, to teach them how to sign up for Twitter, how to use it, which hashtags to follow, and what that even means, and mostly how Twitter benefits writers. So look for that in the coming weeks. But Manuscript Wishlist and Twitter segues right into the last thing I want to tell you about on Twitter, where agents hang out. It's something called PITMAD, P-I-T-M-A-D. I think it's short for Pitch Madness. It's an event, and it happens quarterly. Simplifying it for now, every quarter you can tweet what your book is about. And what's amazing is that agents and editors show up and read all those tweets on that day. And if they like your tweet, that means they're requesting for you to get in touch with them. It's pretty amazing, actually. The next PitMat event on Twitter is Thursday, September 3rd. Maybe you'll have something done by then. It's a great goal to strive for. In fact, go jump on our Facebook group at Write in 10, and we can all work through those short pitches together and get them ready for September. I hope this brief episode gets you started on understanding how and where to find agents. Again, we'll have more episodes on this subject, but for now, it's time for you to write for 10 minutes. You don't have a manuscript you're working on? Then how about write about an embarrassing experience from middle school? You can fictionalize it if it's too painful to recall, but that is a great way to practice experimenting with complex feelings because, you know, middle school. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll share this episode or any episode with your writing friends as well as in Facebook groups. It really helps the visibility of the podcast. And before you start writing, please take a look down in the notes for the three affiliates I work with. I went after these three affiliates because I love using them. I've used some of them for years, and I think you'll be interested in them too. I offer some discounts, and one is even free. So if you can check those out and click on them, again, it really helps. Have a great week. Get in touch with me anytime at karen at writeintin.com, and I'll see you next week.